Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here, and we hope that this episode adds some value to your journey. One of the questions I've been receiving a lot, because I talk about it a lot, is is about meaning. And we always say meaning over money, and I always say it's not about money. Money is never about money. It's always about something bigger. And so the question naturally comes up, fair question, what am I talking about by meaning? What does meaning mean to me when I say we need to live a life of meaning? And so I thought, I don't know, let's just take a few minutes to unpack that because I think that is a really important question. And I spend a lot of time in the personal finance social media world, Twitter and Instagram and, I, and some Facebook, but mostly Instagram and Twitter. And the, the personal finance world there, it's about getting rich. It's about hoarding, 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 more, more, more. And there's two, there are actually two versions of it. It's the, I want to look rich. It's the better clothes, give me some expensive watches, fancier car, bigger house, better trips, post it on social, look how amazing I am. And maybe it's a byproduct of, of the Kardashian culture. Maybe. I don't know. And I, maybe it's unfair to blame the Kardashian culture. But that's one version of it. It's about stuff. And the problem with more is that every time we have more, more is still, well, more. And so this more, 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 more is not working for us. Because there's always somebody that's going to have more. And we're always chasing it. Every time we get that promotion... We're going to want that next promotion and that next promotion. But our next door neighbor, he's got a different promotion. His is better. And so we're, we might be so much better off than we were two years ago, but watching our neighbor succeed, it makes us feel like crap and we get jealous and we want more. And so I think that group is getting it wrong. But here's another group that I think is getting it just as wrong. There's this other piece. It's about hoarding money, not hoarding things, not showing off, but it's about hoarding money. And it's driven by the FIRE movement. Financial independence, retire early. And, and what we're saying, what this whole movement is saying, is that the more you can save, 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 or hoard, 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 the richer you become. And the richer you become, the sooner you get to quit working. And you can go live an awesome life. And living an awesome life is different. For some, they're defining it as, I don't have to work anymore. I'm going to go sit at a golf course. I'm going to go travel, do whatever. That's my life. For others, it's, well, no, I'm going to go do work that I enjoy. So we're going to toil, toil, toil at a job we probably hate so that we can get wealthy, so that we can rely on that income and go do something else. And I think they're both wrong. I think both of these perspectives are wrong. They're not making us happy. Meaning is what's important to us. We may think money's important. We may think things are important. But meaning is, is what we're really deep down at our core is what we're seeking. And, I, and I, I truly believe that. Because I've lived a life of what does it look like to have a lot of money. I've, I've lived that life. And I could have pursued that life aggressively. I was on that path. And there are some cool things about it. There are. There's a lot of fun involved in that. I'm not going to deny that. But it's not all it's cracked up to be. 
I know a lot of people that have a lot of money that are really miserable. They're not going to tell you that because that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to have millions and millions of dollars and a huge income and status and power and influence and to be miserable. That's embarrassing. But I have clients that can tell me that. We can process that. We can, we can work through that emotionally because it's real. Money is not solving what ails us. What's, what cures what ails us is meaning. And meaning doesn't mean no money. Meaning just means meaning. And so what does a life of meaning mean to us? In, in my entire work, all, my ministry, my business, everything I do is about how do we help people live a life of meaning? And so I had some coaching to help really discern what does that mean? How do I, how do I communicate what is meaning to me? What is a life of meaning? And, and here are the th- here's where I landed. And I'm not telling you I'm absolutely right. I'm just telling you I, just, I truly believe this. And, and I, I live this out every day. I try to live this out. I I pursue this because I deeply believe in this. There's three things I think we need to do in order to live a life of meaning. Number one, we need to create impact on others. And impact means different things to different people in different seasons. Sometimes that means through financial generosity. Sometimes it means sharing our passion and our encouragement with somebody, being there for them to cry on. Sometimes it's teaching them something, walking alongside of them, guiding them, but creating an impact on this world. Because if we're living a life that's just about us and it's all about what can I get for me? Can I save 50%? You know, it's the whole fire movement thing. Can I say, I'm going to save 50% of my income this month, or I'm going to save 70% of my income. I'm going to save 80% of my income for me. So I can hoard it, so I can get wealthy faster, so that I can retire and not, not worry about anything anymore. To me, that's disgusting. We need to impact others. Now, I know people who have, if you, if you really want to ask them, they probably have pursued, they probably have achieved fire, but they're, they're just out there trying to make a difference. They're out there creating content. They're walking alongside people. I look at Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk could have done fire many times over, but Gary Vaynerchuk, his entire life is spent helping to create impact on others. Whether you love him or you hate him, he's impacting others at a scale that's incredible. So we need to create impact on others. Number two, we need to pursue work that matters. And it's not to say that not all work matters or there's work that doesn't matter but rather we need to pursue work that matters to us. I need to pursue work that matters to me. My business partner, Cole, he needs to pursue work that matters to him. My wife, Sarah, she needs to pursue work that matters to her. Not all work matters to each of us. So we need to stop people all around us telling us what work matters because their opinions don't count. What work matters to you? And when we pursue work that matters, it changes everything. And we're going to record an episode about this in the future, but this idea of how society 
in general, I think they've studied this, and I need to look at the exact numbers. I need to dig into it. But if I remember correctly, 4 p.m. on Sundays is the universally most hated time in the week. Why? Because the weekend is almost over, and we're already starting to think about what we have to do tomorrow. Most people don't enjoy Mondays, and then they celebrate Fridays. And my, my business partner, Cole, and I, we talk about this all the time. We, we don't like Fridays. We, we like spending time with our family. We like the weekends. We like this stuff that we get to do in our life, spending time, relaxing, creating memories. But there's also a piece of us that's a little bit bummed on Friday because we have to stop doing the stuff we love doing in our work. And it's funny because I wake up on Monday, I'm excited. I'm excited because I have five days maybe of really amazing things that I get to do. I get to do them. And I wake up every single day and I'm excited for what I'm about to do. And if I ever get to the point where I'm not excited for what I'm about to do, then I'm going to do something different. We spend half of our waking hours working. We should really enjoy that half of our life. Because if, we, if we're in misery, half of our waking hours, there's nothing that can happen in the other half of our waking hours that will make up for that. There's no amount of cool that can happen on the other half of the waking hours to really make up for the drudgery of hating half of your life. So we need to pursue work that matters. It, it creates so much meaning. And then number three. So number one was creating impact on others. Number two is pursuing work that matters. And number three is redefining the role that money plays in our life. And for some people, money is toxic. Money brings up feelings of pain and regret and resentment and anger. They feel like they've been screwed. They feel like they can never get ahead. They feel like that's the secret to having something. That's the secret to being happy. They feel like if they just had a little bit more, they'd feel secure. Or if they just had a little bit more, they could go buy this thing, which would definitely make them more happy. But the truth is, money isn't that. Now, they have proven money makes us really happy until the moment we have our, our basic living expenses paid for. So we should, we should figure out how do we pay our bills. Like, that needs to happen. Yes. Not being able to pay our bills, that is a terrible place to be. And I've walked with a lot of people who are there. We need to be able to pay our bills. We need to be able to make ends meet. But we also have to know, beyond that, money can't buy this happiness stuff. And so we need to look at, at money as, as an opportunity and a responsibility. And it's got to be both. And the bigger the opportunity, the bigger the responsibility. And when we can disconnect our money with our happiness and our joy and our purpose and our identity, that is a healthy thing. Because it is really easy to identify yourself or to, to connect your income with your worth. Connect your status, connect your job title with your identity. That's easy. I have felt that so deeply in my journey and I have to do a gut check often. Not as much now as I did in my old career, but I remember 
I was kind of aware of this going into my, my career shift, and I knew that the pay, the title, the status, the influence, I knew that was all going to go away, and I knew that it wasn't part of my identity. But when I did leave, I realized real quick it was hard to shed that. It was. And I remember even three or four months after I left my career, and I would run into people and they say, hey, Travis, what do you do? The first thing I told them, I told them what I used to do. And I would say, well, up until six months ago, and then I share blah, 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 because that thing over here, that past thing, was more status, more influence, more power, more money. And I found myself doing that. I'm like, come on, Travis, what are you doing? So I don't think we're immune to it. So we need to have a healthy perspective of, of the role that money plays in our life. And some people say, hey, Travis, don't you ever get sick of talking about money all day? All you do is talk about money. And, I, and I, I respond to them, I really don't. I don't talk about money all that much. When I'm in a client meeting, we do talk about some money, but it's really not about money. It's about something bigger. And I had a client call me yesterday, and he had a, a job offer for a new opportunity. And it was going to pay significantly more than his current job. And he was kind of excited about the opportunity. It sounded challenging. He, he was excited for the pay because they have some pretty big dreams that's going to happen here in the next one to two years. And at the end of the call, he said, Travis, do you, does this sound like I'm doing this for the money? Does it sound like I'm going, to take, I'm going to say yes to this job for the money? And I said, well, about half, yes. But it's not about the money. You're not saying yes to the money because you want to have more money, but you're telling me the things that can happen between now and 12 to 24 months from now that will help propel you and your wife into this amazing journey that you're about to take. That's not money. It's so much bigger than money. And so we kind of reframed it. it what, there was a financial decision in there, but it wasn't about the money whatsoever. It was about it was about transitioning into this really new season of life to pursue such amazing work that I'm excited for the world to find out about. That matters. And so we need to have a healthy perspective of money, what it can, what it can't do, that, that we're, not, we're not our money. It doesn't define us. And if we can get that piece right, it can change everything. And when we realize that, we no longer make decisions around money. I do not personally make decisions around money. I make decisions around what's going to provide the most meaning to me and my family. And that is it. And if that, those decisions cause there to be less money, we are perfectly okay with that. Because we are not seeking money, we are seeking meaning. And so those are the three. And to really just kind of frame up that whole thing, in order to live a life of meaning, we need to create impact on others, pursue work that matters, and redefine the role that money plays in our life. I hope that helps, guys. If you'd like to reach out to us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you, provide feedback even on this episode or any of the episodes. If you have any questions, we'd love to answer your questions. But you can find us at, you can, you can email us, at meaningovermoneypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. And of course, we have our financial course for young adults where we teach how to live for the meaning 
and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And as a podcast listener, we want to give you a deal. So if you do want to purchase any of our products, you can get 25% off by using the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25. So take care, guys. We'll see you soon.